Two guys. Two topics. Two, two, two. two opinions. Two. Utah, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah, there. you know, there's always little things that, you know, maybe are noticeable or not. Um, but I thought transition defense, I thought we better. I haven't seen the. I'm too blind to look at the offensive rebounds. Um, but I thought we did a better job, you know, protecting the paint. And, you know, our guards got involved more. And, uh, but, you know, the, the transition defense might have been the biggest thing. You know, the two ends of a possession, getting back and then closing a possession. And when we do that, we're able to get out and run. Tonight, Gordon, the Jazz take on the Memphis Grizzlies again. Um, for the third time in six nights, tell you, I'm really familiar with that to what Coach Snyder was just talking about right there, the transition <laughs> offense. That's all Memphis really wants to do and, frankly, all they really can do and will be a key once again tonight. However, Donovan Mitchell did not make the trip. Personal reasons, there's a lot of speculation out there as to what those are. Um, after the, the flight fiasco, which, you know, the more you, you kind of dug into that, Gordon, and, and heard some accounts like – Apparently, an engine was on fire. I mean, it was. It yeah. got the sense it was. It was pretty darn traumatic. So, yeah. um, what a what a tough situation. And, and getting back on the plane a couple hours later was probably not the easiest thing to do for for most any human after something yeah. like that. So, yeah. um, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, not going to see Donovan tonight. Yeah, we don't know exactly what it is, like you said, but he is uh, for personal reasons. So what will the Jazz do without him? I think this is kind of fascinating, actually. Uh, I thought this game would be the toughest of the three for the Jazz to win. Just, you know, one, it's on the road. Obviously, the uh, Grizzlies are very uh, acclimated to their sight lines and whatnot and just the familiarity of the court and the baskets and everything. So, yeah, this will be a challenge for them. Who is going to step up and uh, do what needs to be done to fill in for Donovan, who has played such an important role, obviously, in so many games for the Jazz, this year, especially in the fourth quarter? Who is going to be the man? you think it will be a joint kind of thing where everybody is just kind of doing it together, or do you think there will be one man, say Joe Ingles or somebody else like that, who will step up and hit a bunch of big shots? Well, I think most of it has to go to uh, Juwan Morgan. <laughs> I mean, do you, who, who is most likely to uh, Trent to be Forrest, that player? Um, no, Gordon. I, I think it's probably one of those joint things. I mean, Donovan plays a very specific role on this Jazz team. The kind of a George Niang said this probably a month ago now uh, in a post game where he said we're all trying to be stars in our own role. And uh, Donovan's role is a big one on this team, obviously. So, uh, you know, that player, that role not being available isn't going to be filled by just one player because you don't have an offensive player as good as Donovan Mitchell. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I I would guess Mike Conley will probably look to be a little bit more aggressive. You know, Jordan Clarkson, when he comes in, I would guess Joe Ingles will be in the starting lineup. I mean, all these guys... Uh, will have to be more aggressive uh, in the absence of Donovan Mitchell. But that's, that's also 20 shots to go around. So Right, right. Oh, John Morgan's out. I, oh, dang it. I think we might see uh, one player step up in a big, in a more a larger role than typical. Uh, I don't know who that would be. I mean, there's lots to choose from. 
but uh, you know Mike Conley, like I said, Joe Ingles, uh, Boran Bogdanovich, which it sure would be a nice time for him to step up and start hitting some shots, wouldn't it? Don't hold your breath. Yeah, yeah, he went five of six like two nights ago. Yeah, well, we'll see. Is it, if, that just going to be a, a constant narrative on the show, Dragon Boyan? It uh, it's going to have to. Somebody's going to have to score more than they. I, I I would be really surprised if it was like an it was like a tide lifting all boats. I I I expect one or two players to have great games or at least try to have great games. Oh, see, I, th- I, I mean, I guess I don't entirely disagree. I mean, players' numbers are going to be better. But this is a Jazz team that routinely has six, sometimes seven players in double figures. I, I think it, it, it's going to be exactly that. Rising tide lifts all boats. I mean, you can't give twenty shots to one guy. I mean, it's going to go to it's going to go to a little bit of everybody. It and, could, it could. And but if they could just replace settle. Donovan Mitchell with one player, well. That wouldn't make Donovan Mitchell unique now, would it? And I happen to think he is. Jake? What? It's one game. One freaking game. We have seen other teams. The Jazz certainly have played enough teams this year who are missing a star player and see somebody else step up to uh, have a great game. I think that's certainly doable. I would I would maybe say Jordan Clarkson, but then I think about and he doesn't really pass up shots in the first place. So <laughs> can he even take more shots? I don't know. He it's funny when he's hitting his shots, everybody raves about him. When he's missing those shots, he does look like a ball hog. Because you know you know that if he starts moving around, he's gonna <laughs> he's taking the shot. I mean, we've seen that enough. It's not every time, but it's. Pretty darn close to every time. Don't you think that's his role, though? Hasn't isn't that what he's being told to do, even when he is okay? Missing? I understand that, but they, it, I think it, uh, it's related back to what Jake and I were just talking about. What about the other players who are on the floor with him? Are they not capable of contributing? Uh, I think Jordan Clarkson's passing has actually improved greatly uh, just during this season. Jake, he takes way too many shots, too many bad shots. I'll say it that way. Well, shooting is his role. He's the guy coming off the bench to score. And, I mean, let's see. He had four assists against Memphis last Saturday. How many shots did he put up? Uh, let's see. I don't have that entirely in front of me. He, he likes to shoot, and he likes of to dominate he does. the ball. But that's his role. That's why yeah, he's I, coming I, off I the bench. It. He that's went uh, not what... three of 14 on Saturday. That's not nope, what I'm sorry, saying. that was I'm Monday. Not, My bad. He went 11 of 21. 28 right. points, uh, four assists, like I said, and six rebounds. When he, when he shoot, yeah, okay, so you're picking out one game. But there have been other games when he's hurt his team. You know, and so I, I'm not saying he shouldn't be Jordan Clarkson. I'm just saying that maybe on a night when he goes 3 of 14, he should start thinking about, okay, what else can I do? I'm not telling him to stop shooting. I'm just saying maybe don't shoot those really those shots that are the degree of difficulty on them are quite high. All right. I I think Jordan Clarkson I I have very little complaint about him and his role on this thing, team. And you on hear his whole, play, you hear his teammates talk about it all the time that they want him to take those shots. And again, it comes back to George Niang, star within their role. This is his role on the team. Yeah. 
I mean, do, I you, do, do people there say are this times, about... there are There are times when I see him dominate the ball when I see other players who are open or could uh, contribute to the overall cause, and he's too busy creating his own shot to look for them. And I know, they, yeah, does he get an assist every once in a while? Yeah, but, man, it's dominated by him looking to create his own shot. Yeah, but do people have these complaints about Manu Ginobili? Because that's what he did in San Antonio for over a decade. Manu Ginobili did not do it like this. Of course he did. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? Of course There's he no did. He way. came. He came off he the bench. Dribble, he, he, was... didn't, he didn't dribble the ball over midcourt and sit there and dribble the whole time and then take a shot with oh, two seconds left on the shot clock. That was not how he scored. Are we talking about the same Manu Ginobili who did exactly that? I don't think so. And always went left, just like Jordan always wants to come back to his right. They're like the same player. I think you're misremembering. Ah, I think you're misremembering, romanticizing the Spurs who do it the right way. That was his role. That's why he went to the bench in the first place, saying, wait a minute, you want me to just come off the bench and shoot the ball the whole time? Yeah, I'll do that. It's a a matter of degrees. he He didn't force it quite like Jordan does, time after time after time. Okay. That's his role on the team is to come in and be instant offense. There's a reason he doesn't play 35 minutes a game. Takes bad shots. What can I tell you? Sometimes they go in, but often they don't. Well, I'm not criticizing him from a standpoint of what are you doing, Jordan? I'm saying maybe on certain nights you can help your team in other ways. Uh, all right, we'll have more big show coming up. Don't forget, Locke will be on with us at three uh, thirty. Brady Christensen at four. It's a big show, ninety-seven five and twelve eighty. The zone. UCLA will get matched up. Clark is standing in front of Johns. Nuba is in the middle of the paint. Dickinson is going to inbound. Takes the basketball. Dickinson looking, fires it in. Wagner turns, fires a three for the win. No good. Off the back of the rim, and UCLA has won it. From the first four to the final four. UCLA 51, Michigan 49 for the 19th time in school history. The first since 2008. The Bruins are going to the final four. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Stay tuned. Locke is going to jump on the show, come up at 3.30. Brady Christensen at 4. NCAA tournament action last night, Gordon. UCLA advances, beating one seed Michigan 51-49. to Gonzaga smashes your beloved Trojans 85-66. to UCLA becomes the first play-in game team to make it to the Final Four since uh, Shaka Smart's VCU uh, did it. And uh, then that was before Shaka, of course, forgot how to coach uh, uh, <laughs> at Texas. Uh, but any, anyway, Gordon, UCLA making a really um, a really great run. I mean, there's no doubt about it. We can bicker about uh, what it means to be a good team or whatever, but you got to admire the, the run UCLA has made, and they're playing their best basketball at the right time. They are, and uh, Gonzaga is playing really well, too. This is a formality, is that I I don't know about Houston and Baylor. I mean, that could be a tough match, but it seems like people want to see Gonzaga and Baylor in the final. Um, But Houston, Houston has a way. I I just, even with the athletes UCLA has, I I just don't know how they're going to stay with Gonzaga. This team... 
people say, well, when BYU played them, uh, you know, BYU had that big lead at halftime and whatnot. But uh, this team, when it's fully dialed in, and it is now because it knows it, it to what its goal is, uh, they are so difficult to beat, so talented, and so well-coordinated. Uh, I would expect uh, it to be Gonzaga Baylor, but I'm not as sure about that other one. But this one, what's the, what, you know what the line is on that? Game? I have it here. The Magic Vegas Predicting Wizard uh, predicts Gonzaga by 14. Wow. Okay. And, yeah. That uh, the Magic sometimes. Vegas Predicting Wizard uh, predicts uh, predicts Baylor by five. You uh, you have often said that Cinderella sometimes Cinderella does get to the Final Four, but they usually get smashed. At that point, and I think there's a real good chance of that happening this time around. Well, I'll uh, if they do win, I'll look forward to hearing you say that uh, they were the the better team this year. <laughs> well, well, we'll see what happens. I've, I I just want to have a good final, and uh, maybe you know, you know, in one game, UCLA could surprise, but I'm I'm certainly not uh, thinking that's the way it's going to go. And uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm. I think Austin, you predicted uh, Gonzaga Baylor in your final, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, I think all of us and, did. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, but one of us had the courage sense. not to pick Gonzaga. That's some of that courage, or is that courage, or is that something else? Gumption, chutzpah. So every time the the popular pick, everybody else is just wrong. It's kind of like it's Jordan not, Clarkson. He has the guts to keep shooting, shooting, does. shooting, it's even confidence. if he misses. Jake is like Jordan Clarkson. He'll take the unpopular pick and <laughs> be wrong more often than I not. I don't think it takes courage to pick the favorite, no. Well, no, but you usually pick the team you think is going to win, right? I don't think it takes courage to say the Beatles are the best uh, band of, of all time. So uh, it is uh, courageous to say this, though. The Beatles are worse than Limp Biscuit. That takes courage. That <laughs> absolutely takes courage. I just, uh, well, it's a personal choice, and I just happen to and like the Beatles. Strangely, the majority of people make it that way. But but what's wrong with that? Going with the 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 crowd all the time. It's not a matter of going with the crowd. It's going with what you like. The crowd. If it happens, if, if it happens to be buttons. what a lot of people like, then it, then it works completely. That's, Jake that's is pushing you your buttons so hard right now because we all know how much you hate being told you're going with the crowd. But well, it always happens. Not, no, it's just what I think <laughs> is going to happen. It's got nothing to do with anybody else. But yet everybody else seems to go the same way you do. Well, I mean, great minds think alike. Yeah, but you're doing it afterwards, like with the Beatles. Afterwards, I lived through that era. Don't give me that crap. <laughs> oh man, you picking Alabama next year in football? <laughs> we'll see. Haven't thought about that yet. Uh, we know how you th- think the Lakers are going to do this year. What about the Yankees? Uh, I haven't really given that much thought either. Okay. Well, we know you're a, a Pirates guy anyway. <laughs> One of my best friends growing up was a Pirates fan, and so I, I, we spent a lot of time watching the Pirates, and, and I kind of liked them. I did. Uh, back in Willie Stargell's day, Manny Sanguian. Yeah, those were some good players. The 20s? 
When was that? <laughs> that was the 70s. 1870s? Uh, no, 1970s. Okay. Yeah. That was 50 years ago, man. That's far enough back. But, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just I just think uh, of all the teams I've seen this year, Gonzaga has reminded me over and over again that they're the best team that I've seen. And when, when you see that, I'm not quite sure what else you can do with it. Uh, I guess there's always room for an upset, but I wouldn't expect one. But if there is, then UCLA will be the best team. Well, and I'll have to hand it to them. If they're if they beat Gonzaga, then they will be the best team, you know, if they finish the deal. Even though so. they have nine losses, and Gonzaga would have one. Jake, I, I, I just I just don't know what to do with you. What about the teams that this. beat UCLA? Would they have the transformative property to basically claim that they were better than Gonzaga also? Like Jake did the year Virginia Tech beat, beat Ohio, Ohio State. State. Ohio State was the national champion. They weren't. Boom. Hokies, title town. Not true. How, how, many, how many times have we got to say it, Jake? It's not just that you win. It's when you win. Not yeah, that like, hard like, to uh, like March is more important than January? That's monthist, yes. man. Well, that's that's the placing one month ahead of them the other. You're gonna get canceled, Gordo. Don't be a monthist. I love all months equally <laughs> myself. <laughs> Even February. Even February has its charm. It doesn't. Yeah, it's just like uh, in the NBA playoffs. If a team is uh, you know that doesn't finish first, wins the championship, then yeah, they're the best team. Now I will say this, Gordon. Here's where we can find some common ground is that series definitely even things out. The fluky nature of a one-off game uh, really pokes holes in your theory, in my so personal opinion. But when series so you, happen... So you essentially hate the NFL playoffs and you hate the NCAA tournament. I didn't say I hate either one of those. I watch both of them uh, well, you and, think and enjoy both of them. you think they're illegitimate? Them. No, I think there's a randomness to it that means that you don't necessarily get the best team at the end. Yeah, but then you are also... I didn't say I didn't enjoy you are, it. You are riding a wave of fate, which makes you even more special. I, I'm Hey, I'll tell you what. I loved watching Tom Brady lose in the Super Bowl. I loved it. But I'm not going to tell you that that uh, uh, bad news Bears-Giants team was better than the Patriots that year when they lost their first game in the Super Bowl with one of the best offenses we've ever seen. Because Tyreek yeah. Evans or – no, what was that guy? Tyreek – what was the the, the – Tight end's name, Aust. Was that that Super Bowl that he pinned it to his helmet on a prayer? <laughs> David Tyree? David Tyree. That's what I'm looking for. Only it's thing the guy part. ever did all, in his career. It's all part of it, man. It's, 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 it's when you win. And I don't know how else to describe it to you. I try over and over again. And y- you you're wrong every time. I'm wrong every time. I'm waiting for it, Austin. I'm waiting for it. <gasps> All right, we've got what's uh, going wait, on. Wait, 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 wait. I'm waiting for it. He wants to, uh, I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be whatever. I'd agree with you, Gordon, but then we'd both be right. That's what he was fishing for. I, don't, I can't believe you would ever say that, Jake. I know. But I saved it. Uh, good. I'm so happy you did.